0: Where we talk about movies, TV shows, and video games. Because hey, whatever we want to talk about's on the house. I'm Clancy, and joining me as always is Dave. Spoilers. That's right, folks. It's part two of our discussion on Batman, where we are going to now dive The Batman. In- huh?
1: The Batman.
0: Yes, the Batman. Anyway. And where we're going to dive into spoilers for this. So, nothing happened in this film worth discussing spoilers for.
1: Well, I think there's one thing this movie did that's... Actually, fairly realistic in keeping true to the times that a billionaire family would, of course not be squeaky clean.
0: yeah. I mean, they didn't do anything to make the Wayne's outright villains, but in the world that exists, like they are going to know people who have mob connections just straight up.
1: I mean I saw some like fan comics recently that made fun of like the notion of other than the fact he lost his parents like why are we supposed to feel bad for Bruce? You have billionaires. Your guardian figure you could fire if you wanted to.
0: Yeah. I mean they do kind of like Catwoman totally calls him on that throughout the film. <laughs>
1: I mean, the most fantastical element of the Batman Mythos is not the villains or the gadgets, just the idea that a billionaire would be a complete moral crusader.
2: (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, I'll say...
0: I did kind of enjoy, like, this isn't a huge plot point or anything, but I do appreciate that they made mention of the fact that he is so obsessed on his war of crime that he's kind of blowing through his family fortune very quickly. Like, it's a very brief line, but it just kind of shows his obsession at this point, you know?
1: I know it probably changes every few years or so, but do the comics ever give a specific number how rich he is?
0: Not really. It's, he's superpower rich, where, well, let's just say, New Gotham is usually a stand-in for either New York or Boston, are the two that tend to be the most common,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and he's the richest man in those cities, so it's stupid rich, you know? Mm-hmm. So, a couple of key things to talk about. It's like with Catwoman, especially. Like, I love what they did with the character. They kept a lot of the comic book elements to her. To her being a, her father's actually, actually a, the mob boss, also Gotham, and she's kind of going out for revenge and playing the long game there. Like, definitely some huge elements from long Halloween and Batman year one that I just love seeing with this character.
1: They even made like sort of a passing reference to Hush.
0: Yes, they did. There's a character who, who uh, has the same last name as the character from Hush, different first name. I think that might be a reference to his father. It's been a long time since I've read the Hush book.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Like, to the point where I was kind of wondering if, when we saw Riddler, if he was going to do the hush facial reconstruction
1: thing, which I just always found that weird. Like, why would a villain who already has like a code name just come up with a second code name? Uh, good question. I mean, it would be like if Spider-Man permanently adopted that night monkey name they made up in Far From Home. Yeah, it's...
0: I don't quite understand the logic, logic between it sometimes, but you know what? The mm-hmm. thing is, I think it's only he's only referred to as Riddler once in this film, if I remember correct.
1: Uh, they say it a few times.
0: Okay. But it's like even when they arrest him, like he has several fake IDs on him, so you're never quite sure who he
1: actually is. But they never actually do the Enigma in this.
0: No, they do have an Enigma. As they one have of
1: like they one of them is apparently like Nashton, which I guess some comics say was his real last name before he decided to change it.
0: Yeah. So definitely, they do some fun stuff with him. I like that. Let's be honest, Enigma's always been kind of... Even for as goofy as Batman books can get, that's a little too goofy.
1: I mean, just imagine being in Gotham and your name can be some kind of pun. You're like, cursed to be evil in that case. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I was... Not gonna lie, I was kind of rooting for Catwoman to be the one to kill her dad. Yeah, it's like, first off, I
0: love that we finally have a film that made the Gotham City, like, crime lords and mobs intimidating. Because often with these movies, they're just kind of the disposable, punchable bad guys, but it's like, no, like... The Riddler might blow people up. The Joker might poison people. But the everyday crimes, like, these are the bad guys, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. I think just sometimes as time goes on, I find myself sympathizing more and more with Selena's method of doing things more than Bruce's.
0: We've had this conversation before. It's kind of the problem with superheroes in general. It's they're always stuck in the second act where they can't permanently solve the problems.
1: I'm not Otherwise even saying permanently solve the problems, no Just make some progress, but honestly, except for Dark Knight Rises, their Gotham never gets better.
0: I disagree with. That it's like definitely at the start of the dark night, like you see, like the mobs kind of on the run. Uh-huh. It's just then the Joker comes in as like a total wild card and messes everything up. <laughs> Although, speaking of Catwoman, I find it so weird they're talking about like like, spinoffs for different characters, Mm -hmm. and she's not one of them.
1: Well, I imagine she'll be in the main sequel.
0: That's true, but it's like, if anyone needs a spinoff, it should be her. Like, as much as I enjoyed his portrayal of the Penguin, (laughs) I don't need a Penguin series. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with the upcoming Craven the Hunters movie they're doing. It's like... I don't need to see this.
1: I mean, we don't... Who... Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to put down, like, a question to anybody out there. Who actually asked for the Morbius movie?
0: See, Morbius, at least, <laughs> is popular and a hero in his own right. Craven is only interesting in one comic book. I just, I don't follow what they're doing with those characters, but that's a topic for another time. Mm -hmm. Although, I will say, the Morbius film looks... I think it's very appropriate that it's now being released on April Fool's Day. That's all I'll say.
1: I I wonder if that has tied New Mutants with the amount of times it's release date changed now. It's gotta be up there. <laughs> I made the joke with New Mutants if I wondered if by the time it finally came out if the stars even remembered being in it. <laughs>
0: well I know one of the one of the ones who played one of the Starks in uh, Game of Thrones was in an interview, like, two years later, and she was like, oh, yeah, that piece of shit, who knows when it's coming out. <laughs> Speaking of which, I never did watch that film. I was just like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah.
1: They released that at in the brief period at the end of summer 2020, where they were considering releasing movies again, but after Tenant unperformed, like... They pushed everything back again.
0: That always felt like we are releasing this to fail contractual obligations. Huh. But anyways, back to back to Batman. there's a little surprise cameo in this. I mean, like
1: as soon as I we saw it, I was like, God fucking damn it, this guy again.
0: I didn't need it. Like the scene is fun if it were in a bubble, mm-hmm. but for this movie, I did not need it.
1: I would honestly have been perfectly fine if they did an entire trilogy without Joker. yeah, it's like
0: so here's after I saw the film, I like did a little digging. apparently, there was supposed to be a subplot. <laughs> Where he goes to talk to, as he's credited, Unseen Arkham Prisoner that you clearly get a look at and see the Joker. Mm-hmm. It, it was supposed to be like Hannibal Lecter or Calendar Man in The Long Halloween where he goes to talk to him to get inside the mind of a criminal.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But it's like they cut the earlier scenes. I did not need this. I didn't. It's, I love the Joker. I did not need it in this film.
1: And you know what, even though this scene has happened, it exists, like, I'd be honestly fine if a sequel doesn't bring him in.
0: No, that's the thing. It's like.
1: It's the same cliffhanger that Batman Begins used.
0: Yeah, it's. We've seen the Joker so many times on the big screen. It's like, if they want to save him for the third movie, awesome. You know? But, like, I'd like to get another film in before... Like, I just want to see different villains. Of course, I'm saying that while also saying I'd like to see an actual good version of Bane on the screen... Which, speaking of which, he totally injects himself with venom during the big fight scene. So, um, I
1: was gonna say, yeah, basically, uh, the Riddler live streams,
0: yeah, so they kind of establish once they find the Riddler's hideout and like arrest him, he is posting stuff on the dark web mm-hmm. and he has like a dedicated enough group of followers who where they kind of do a Batman No Man's Land thing where Gotham is, like, in chaos. They blow up the sea walls. It's not like a one-for-one of Batman's No Man's Land for those who are familiar with the comic books, but it has those vibes to it. Mm -hmm. Anyways... So, everybody's panicking and running to Madison Square Garden. I mean, Madison Square Garden. I mean, Madison Square Garden. I mean, Madison Square Garden. <laughs> Which is a terrible place to go. Like, I don't understand the logic of that being the rallying place because the Square Garden is lower. And the final that- level and the street level is flooding.
1: And the final battle isn't even with Riddler, it's just with his goons.
0: Yeah, and it's like, it definitely works for the character.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And it's a fun action scene, and like I said, the theme of this film, which I said in part one of this podcast, uh, is Batman, he starts off and he says, I'm vengeance. I'm the Dark Knight. But this film is about transitioning him from vengeance, pure... Like, trying to strike back at the world to... I need to use my abilities to help people. To prevent anyone else from going through what I am. It's really a transitioning from The Dark Knight to Gotham Savior. That's the theme of this movie.
1: Like, what I was getting at in the previous podcast was that... Well... One of the big twist moments is that we think about halfway through that Riddler has figured out Batman's identity. No, he just hates Bruce Wayne as an individual and doesn't realize he's the same person as Batman.
0: Yeah, it's like, I really did like that. Like, I was like, okay, he knows, but he's going to do the whole hush thing of what time is it when an elephant sits on a fence? time to get a new fence it's a worthless riddle because everybody knows the answer to it and the riddler is so obsessed with being the smartest man in the room that that's why he never revealed batman's identity but no this riddler doesn't like you could certainly make an argument maybe he does but we're certainly led to believe he does not in fact know who batman is
1: yeah in fact he's a fan of Batman. He's basically the villain of this movie is the asshole Batman fans of the last 10 years.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's no, give me, he is so upset when.
1: Like it turns out the entire time he thought Batman was on his side.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like he sets up the meeting that of them in the prison because it's like, no, we'll both be safe here. So like he he has a breakdown when he realizes Batman's going to try to stop him.
1: But like what I was getting at earlier was that what I thought the final flood fight scene might have been added. I I feel like you could have gotten the idea of Bruce realizing he's being a bad influence just from his talk with Riddler and maybe having some kind of scene later of him trying to be inspirational genuinely. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: It's like ever since I've come to learn about how reshoots and rewrites work, I always like think of plots in those terms like Maybe something was, it only ever get mentioned off to the side, so it could have been added later. And... Yeah, it's, I don't know. I feel like the only
0: thing that really felt like a major reshoot or add-in was the Joker scene mm-hmm. for me, personally.
1: Been a real surprise. Would have been a real surprise if they got Jack Nicholson back, just
0: saying. <laughs> I would love that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Where does he get these amazing toys? Speaking of toys. It's nice to have a Batmobile that looks like a car that people would actually like to drive again. Yeah. It's like I get why it's a tank for the last two films. For, like, I definitely get it for the Nolan film, and for Batman v Superman, it's because Zack Snyder's a huge Dark Knight Returns fan, and that's the look there. But, like, part of the appeal of the Batmobile is that it's a really cool car that you just would want to drive, so it's nice to kind of have that back.
1: Petition Marvel to bring in the Thanoscopter.
0: <laughs> well, have you seen Loki? Yeah. Oh, wait, did they? <laughs> uh, it's a blink and you miss a cameo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The biggest surprise was maybe when you found out that Falcone was the one who turned in the other criminal to the Gotham police.
0: Yeah, it's like that's definitely the big twist of like the big mystery detective story isn't so much who's the Riddler, why is he doing it, but just how far the corruption in Gotham goes. And it definitely one of the major themes is Rooting out both the criminal and the political corruption, and now Gotham has a chance to get better.
1: Uh, That's to be determined, let's be honest.
0: Yes, it's to be determined, but it's now in universe, it has a chance, is what I would say. Maybe. like,
1: I mean, just like decades worth of material. It just leads support towards Selena's assumption at the end.
0: Yeah, I know. Although I will say this for this film, if you don't watch it and t- if you're ever watching it at home, make sure you don't aren't watching it on a TV that gets sudden glare, because you will not be able to see a damn thing in this movie.
1: I mean, just because it's the dark night and the tone is dark. Have a scene on a beach, Goddamn, It's like... <laughs>
0: Well, I think that was very much purposeful so that we wouldn't see Batman in the daylight Mm -hmm. until the very end when he's fully transitioned into Gotham Savior.
2: Yeah.
0: But it's like, this is a, when they say it's the darkest Batman film, they mean it's literally the darkest Batman
1: film. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, at least the Burden and Schumacher movies had a color palette. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like, don't get me wrong, I like the color palette of this. Like, it definitely works, but it's like, in the hands of a lesser director, oh, this could have been a total mess. But since
1: this movie took, specifically cues from certain storylines. Well, I know there will not be one-to-one adaptations on a big screen movie. Are there any other storylines you'd want a future movie to just take elements of that you can think of?
0: I would say the one thing I am ready for is I want a Robin. Yeah. Like, make him, like, a 16-year-old or something like that. bringing yeah, bring in one of the kids from It's, like... Yes, but it's like... I'm ready for a Robin. Not a Robin who's already dead, but let's make it an actual Robin.
1: And not have his name literally be Robin.
0: You know, the more time that passes, the more I dislike The Dark Knight Rises.
1: I still like it. (laughs) It's it's
0: fine. It's...
1: Though, apparently, on a separate note, like, for HBO Max, you're going to have a Batgirl movie.
0: Yeah, I've heard that, so it's... And this goes back to the whole DC universe being...
1: Though, just in general, in your hypothetical ideal Batman movie, would you want Batgirl?
0: I wouldn't want Batgirl to show up until, like, the third or fourth movie, personally. Like, let's get a Robin established first. That's something we've never really, really had. You mean, like... It's like with Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, it's like, the dude was 35.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'd be fine with, since this one was a year two story and cut the origin story, that if a sequel brought in Robin, he was just already Robin from the start and maybe you only just had a few flashbacks sprinkled about how he joined Bruce.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like you don't need to make it like the huge melodramatic thing, but it's like people they need to take advantage of the fact that with certain superheroes, just characters, people know what the deal is with the characters at this point.
1: And I would even say, for not even, the, not even just the really most well-known ones, but just starting around maybe 2016-ish, superhero movie makers were realizing you don't need to spend a movie on the origin. Like, I liked how MCU Spider-Man and Black Panther just were in their first appearance on screen.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like, especially with Black Panther, it's just like, that is the character. It's He doesn't have the huge... Sure. You need an origin story for a Doctor Strange, you don't need an origin story for Black Panther, you know?
1: I mean, same with Aquaman and Wonder Woman, just being Wonder Woman and Aquaman when they first showed up. I, I was fine with that.
0: Yeah, I mean, granted, with uh, Wonder Woman, we did get an origin story.
1: Yeah, that's retroactively, but
3: true
1: <clears throat> but yeah um, okay I I think you already kind of answered this but there's a two part question for potential future villains and they don't necessarily have to be the main one who from a past movie do you want to see again and which never before used ones do you want to see for the first time
0: Let's see, it's like... I keep saying I want to see a good version of Bane, just because I don't think we ever got a good version of Bane. But, Mm -hmm. like, I'd more so want to see... Do Scarecrow, as much as I enjoyed Scarecrow in the Nolan films,
3: Mm
0: -hmm. were you ever terrified of Scarecrow? Watching those movies.
1: I mean, there's that one shot with, like, the visual filter that kind of was disturbing, but that was about it.
0: Yeah, and it's like, Scarecrow, you could do, like, Freddy krueger S nightmare sequences. Like, really lean into it with him.
1: I mean, I'm just realizing we're comparing the Batman villains to horror counterparts, Riddler as Jigsaw, Scarecrow as Freddy. Yeah. I don't know how, but you can make Joker Pennywise, but.
0: Joker's kind of already a horror villain, let's be honest. Uh
2: But then outside of that, it's like. Let's see, for a villain we haven't gotten before. I said Scarface, and I'm trying to
1: think, like. You know what? Border Owls might be fun. Do a dark and gritty uh, Condiment King.
0: (laughs) Or Kite Man, hell yeah!
1: I've actually heard Kite Man is disturbing in comic books, so maybe there would be something there. But for
0: me, it's—I'd really like to see them do like Clayface or something to really show (laughs) this is an entirely different world, you know?
1: Yeah. Clayface, I'd like to see what they would do with him. and They already brought Bane. I would like to see another try at both Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy.
0: Yeah, I was going to say those two. two. <laughs> but that being said, uh, is there anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? Um.
1: Uh, well, let's see. Uh, it's not quite Batman, but of the remaining three DC movies we're getting this year, Black Adam, uh, Flash, and Aquaman 2, what are you looking forward to the most?
2: I'm not sure,
0: because... I know I loved the Shazam movie, but this the Black Adam's definitely different from it. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious about that.
1: I know um, Shazam 2 is coming the year after.
0: Yeah, it's like Shazam's the one I'm really looking forward to. Uh-huh. I don't really like the version of the Flash that exists in the DC universe.
1: I mean, did you like the uh, CW version?
0: I never watched the CW show, I... I just never got into it because mm-hmm. I wasn't watching Arrow and then <laughs> The Flash showed up. And at that point, it was like five seasons of the TV show Oh, that I needed to watch just to get caught up. So I was like, eh.
2: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, just I don't get into the CW shows ever.
1: I'm curious, just like. What other cameos they might bring into Flash, because. We already know Keaton, and I'm curious if they'll actually bring back somebody else from the Burden movies or not.
0: Yeah, like, I'd love to see them somehow work in, like, a Mark Hamill cameo.
1: And, like, actually have him, if they're going to do multiverse shenanigans, not only make him Joker, make that, like, 2D cartoon be interacting with the live-action characters.
0: Yeah, I don't think they'll quite do that, but it's, like, when there was a Birds of Prey TV show, like, they had him voice over an actor who looked closer to the character. Mm -hmm. Interesting. It wasn't a very good show, but it's, like, that was an aspect I did appreciate. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, it feels like we have a good idea what all the cameos in Doctor Strange 2 are going to be. But Flash, I'm still like wondering, maybe they'll pull in some surprises.
0: Yeah. What about you? Which one are you
2: looking forward to the most?
3: Hmm.
1: I... In terms of what I think will be the best which versus most interesting, like I'm maybe looking forward to Flash most, but I think Aquaman 2 or Black Adam will actually be the best. Mm-hmm. Because I, I need to double-check one quick thing first. Because one thing I realized, that DC is actually having a decent track record with casting horror directors for uh, their movies. And if let me uh, check this right... Uh, The director of Black Adam is the guy who directed Orphan. Not really. Yeah, and The Flash is directed by Andre Muschietti, who did the It movies. Oh. And of course, Aquaman is James Wan,
0: Yeah, he never did anything horror-related.
1: And David Sandberg, who did uh, Shazam! movies, he did, like the well-received Annabelle prequel and lights out.
0: So the good Annabelle movie.
1: Yeah. Good deal. I guess there could be a logic of that that horror, being talented in that, could lead you to being talented in telling a superhero story.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's both, you're dealing with a fantastical in both, you know? Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, any final thoughts or anything else you want to say? Yeah, it's. I definitely, if you're a Batman fan, I recommend this movie. If you're a superhero fan, I recommend this movie. This isn't one where I think if you're kind of cold on the genre, it'll do anything for you. But I think this is definitely like the Batman series is definitely has a bright future ahead of it. Robert Pattinson. We hope
1: for a literal bright future next time. <laughs> Yeah, it's... Uh, Robert
0: Pattinson does a great job in the role. All the supporting casts get A's in my book. And, like... While this isn't my favorite Batman film, this, I think, is, like, a very solid foundation for the films to be built on, you know?
1: Yeah. Because I was, like, honestly wondering what the next one would be when I left the theater. -hmm. Because, like, even though they do tease the Joker, they don't really tease it in a way where they're explicitly saying he'll be the villain next time. Because, I mean, he already is locked up in this version.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, they could very easily do what they planned on doing originally, where it's just, just. He's like somebody who Batman goes. To, like, kind of pick the brain of a crazy person on. Mm
1: -hmm. Or if at the end of every subsequent movie, there's just, like, a running gag where Riddler and Joker are just getting making more friends with everybody who's been locked up.
0: (laughs) We will form the Sinister Six. What do you mean that's Spider-Man?
1: I always like the idea of when the villains are genuinely friends with each other. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I wouldn't call this my favorite Batman movie, but it really is good. Uh, Pattison does a great job in the role. Zoe Kravitz is memorable as Catwoman. Visually, it's stunning. And I really like the return of this. It's worth your time. If you have three hours, which I know might not be something everybody has, check it out. Yeah, for sure.
0: And folks, just thank you for checking out this podcast with us, Dave. Thank you for joining us.
1: I wanted to do the na 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 thing backwards, but I wouldn't think how to do that.
0: <laughs> na man is- <sighs>
2: All
0: right, we'll see you next time, folks.
2: Bye.